coming to you from the DTC in Denver, Colorado. This is OCN Business with Aaron Wood. Are you in the market for a vehicle, but you just don't know where to go? You're kind of afraid of the horror stories you heard about dealerships, and you're looking for a friendly, family sort of oriented experience, not what you typically expect. You might want to listen in to today's OCN Business Podcast, where we're sitting down and chatting with Amanda Gordon, the owner and founder of Gojo Automotive. So welcome our community now to the OCN Business Podcast. This is your host, Aaron Wood, and I have the pleasure of being joined with Amanda Gordon today. Welcome, Amanda. Thanks for having me, Aaron. I really appreciate it. Thanks for being here. So Amanda, is the owner founder of Gojo Auto. So this is a very unique dealership in Colorado and in Denver especially. So Gojo Automotive is the only African American female owned independent dealership in the state. So tell me about that Amanda. That that is very unique. A bit of a mouthful but super unique in this it industry, is. especially. It is. And I had no idea until I was applying for my license that this was the case. Okay. And it was very much so a double-edged sword where I was very excited, but also kind of taken aback as in, really? It's 2018 <laughs> at it's the 2018 time? It's 2018 when you founded this, right? Yeah, and this is still happening. And uh, this is like something first. new now. Yeah. And okay. so... Um, Getting into how I got into ownership, I was in the industry for 17 years. I started on the sales floor, became a finance manager. I was a general manager. Then I was doing some consulting. And for me, the only thing left to do was become an owner. I'm just going to own a dealership yeah, now. Yeah, I, I, there was nowhere else to <laughs> right. go. Um, does not listen to directions very well. <laughs> Plays well <laughs> with others, but doesn't leader. like yeah. taking directions so from like, others. All right. I'm so so don't worry. That. You went through that little chain of events a little quickly, but here on our OCM Business Podcast, we like to really dig into who it is behind the business, you know, how you got started, you know, what 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 passion brought you to this point to where you decided to open up your own dealership. So, you know, what you said, you've, you've been in the industry now 17 years. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Going on 18 in Going January. Going on 18 yep. years. Yep. I mean, when you first set out in the automotive industry, you know, you started selling. Is that right? Yes. It, it, was that what you wanted to do? Was that like something, I, I want to sell cars? So by no means, when I was a little gor- girl playing with my Barbie dolls, did yeah. I think, I'm going to own a car dealership. That is what's happening, and that's my path, Right. my journey. Uh, I was going to school, working at the Gap Retail in the mall, Southwest Plaza. Okay. And this young lady came in, I've told this story a million times, and she said, don't try to fit me in your gap denim. It was the thing at the time. <laughs> okay. Don't even try. I'm not I'm not here for it. She was uniquely shaped. Okay. And by the time she left, it took me about two hours. I found her three pairs of pants, some coats. Um, we had the uh, puff coats. The um, down jackets were cool with gap. She left with a couple of jackets. And I, I mean, I just upsold the hell out of her. Right. And she's like, you need to come work with me. Okay. And I was kind of like, well, that's weird. Where's what do you do? Yeah, what, what does do that do? mean? And she's like, I work for Honda. And okay. so... Kickstart my career. Fast, fast forward 18 years, here we are. So <laughs> I went, did the interview. She told me my earning potential. Okay. Um, I was in a pool back then. I don't know if they still do it. Um, I started a franchise store, Honda. Uh, we also, also had a Hyundai franchise. We started with a pool of green peas, as they call them, fresh out the So green the pea, water. That, that's like, I've never sold cars before. I'm, green, this is my first time wet here. behind the ears, <laughs> wet as a whistle, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, green peas. Um, ten of us. My first month, I did very well. <laughs> I left school because I said, why am I going to get into debt when I'm making this much money? Okay. And the rest, as they say, is history. Is history? Yeah, <laughs> genuinely. I. Um, what were you uh, going to school for? You said you left school. Business, but, business, but not okay. really anything targeted. Okay. 
So you're just like, like let, me, let me learn about business. Yeah, like my dream at the time was to become a regional manager for The Gap. Like okay. that was my freaking seal. You're like loving this Gap I was deal here. Loving it's like, the give gap. me the Gap it denim and the down jacket. Yeah, I was yeah. fresh from California, which okay. is where I'm from. 20-year-old, know-it-all. Um, so I was into fashion at a Gap. Um, and... Yeah, I was I was gonna ride the wave. I was gonna ride the gap wave all the way yeah. to the top, regional manager. Because typically with stores like that, they they sometimes have like management tracks and things right. you can get on, especially right. if you're in college, right? Right. Yeah, okay. and I mean, you had to be degreed to make this fifty thousand dollar a year position. And like right. I said, I was I was all in. I was ready to go until you step foot into that dealership, <sighs> and it's like, hey, Amanda, here's be. the earning potential. True story. For a Honda so, Rockstar, right? Yeah, and I sold eight cars my first month. Um, got that paycheck, and it was like, guess I'm a car girl. I <laughs> guess I'm selling cars now. I <laughs> guess I'm a car girl. What was it like going from, you know, retail clothing to now you're, now you're selling cars? You How know, did that feel? The car business was so much fun. Okay. Um, I was kind of a knucklehead in my youth, and I was fast and fun and <laughs> full of life, if you will. And the car business provided that. Okay. I mean, it was like rock star status. You can make so much money. The hours were crazy. Everybody in the car business was crazy. I mean, you're not, you're not talking about your typical structured business people. I mean, you're talking about some hustlers, some hardworking yeah. people. There's kind of like no rules. There's in a no way. rules. Yeah. Um, it's like at this, this time, can be whatever you want it to be. I don't even think I went through a background check my first. Like <laughs> okay. it was like, oh, you want to? Okay, yeah. come on, let's go. You got you got the goods. Oh, you were in sales. Yeah, driver's yeah, we license. Need sales or people. Right. Can can you read? So it's funny you should say <laughs> yeah. um, driver's license. Flash forward about a year, um, I was on the sales floor. And I won the high score for license points, and I got my license revoked. Oh. So I couldn't drive the cars around. They found a position for me in the finance office. I guess I had enough value. They saw something in me. Okay. So I was in a coveted finance manager position. Oh, wow. Which is once you agree to the terms and sign all your dots, um, agree to the price of the car and your monthly payment, you wait for an hour or two right. to go into the and finance office. here comes the moment of truth. Or There's Amanda. Yeah. I'm your finance manager. Dun, dun, dun. 21, 22 years okay. old. That's pretty, that's pretty young to have such oh, an important stupid. role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel like prepared for it? Like No. And everything at this point in time in the auto business was baptism by fire. Okay. Like I learned how to talk to customers by... Um, by really just trial and error. Okay. Um, I mean, I got a couple of scripts thrown in front of me. I was pushed out of the way a couple of times going to talk to customers. Some of the older people okay. uh, would push me out of the way to get to customers. I mean, it was cutthroat. Well, I mean, that that's kind of the reality we got to talk about here. So you're, what, 22, mm -hmm. a young woman working at a dealership in the finance office. Mm -hmm. how, how does that go over? Because your typical customer is probably 45, 55 years old. Around there, dude. I was just a salesperson. Yeah, like I could sell. So you could you could talk to people. Yeah, you could work I, with people. Yeah, and that was that was my love for the car business, which okay. is still my love for the car business. I love people. I love interacting with people. I love helping people. I love teaching people. Yeah. Um, and so that was my love of the car business. I didn't know anything about cars. Yeah. I really didn't care about cars. Cars was the vessel to get me to the people. Okay. And so I could talk to people, and I would just use circumstances and experiences like, oh, when my mother bought a car, she did this. Or yeah. when my dad bought a car, she did this. Or I remember my first car. Until this day, I still have an affinity for first-time buyers because I remember my horrific first-time car purchase <laughs> when I was 16. Um, you know we're going to have to talk about oh, that. Oh, we now. are. Oh, okay. absolutely. We're going to have to bring that to the table. And so I would just 
talk on my experiences and 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 it worked. I guess. It so it, worked. Sounds, it sounds like you're you're a good you're a people person. Yeah, very you're, much. You're so. somebody who can connect with people. I mean, from a, a difficult and difficultly shaped woman at the Gap who obviously needs help and doesn't want it, mm-hmm. you stepped in up for the challenge to help her to talk with her and eventually get her to you know an upsell purchase. Now you're doing the same thing at a dealership with cars. You're My, talking to people. <clears throat> one, I'm an only child, so the word no. I I genuinely don't hear it. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, my mother says it's my superpower. Like you just don't hear no, do you? The no. word doesn't register. With no, you. it's like okay, no to this question. Mm-hmm. So let me follow it up with another question okay. from a different. We're gonna get a yes somehow. Right? Maybe I'm not just asking you the right question. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so that's that's kind of been my thing is okay. is just meeting the objection and really. Listening to people's needs, especially that I've changed and I'm in the used car segment, a lot of people need help with transportation. Um, New car segment, they really know what they are looking for. Um, They have their budget set out. They can afford it, et cetera. Um, They don't really have any challenges with transportation. In the used car segment, you find a lot of families that have challenges and need help with transportation. So something like, I might need need a vehicle, haven't had a vehicle before, or I'm in kind of a desperate situation right now right. where my main mode of transportation right just is conked gone. out on me right yeah, absolutely. I didn't have any money saved up for this situation I don't have much of a down payment right credit isn't the best yeah um, but I I know less than someone who does have all of that figured I still out. Need, need a something. vehicle I need a right. car I still yeah. need transportation to get to work to provide for my family to get my kids to school um, so being able to help with help people with their transportation needs is a big is a big part of what we do and why I continue to do what I right. do. Yeah. And, and like you mentioned, you, you especially love first-time bikers. I do. I do. They're my little babies. <laughs> like um, and I forget. You're here to you know, come on over. I'll, yeah, I'll and they, they keep me young, too, because I forget how old I am <laughs> at times. But, yeah, there's been, especially we live in a military community here in Colorado. Yeah. So there's a bunch of displaced youth. Um, yeah. I mean, they're not displaced. They're in the military, but they're they away around. from their families. Yeah. And they don't know what the heck to do. So not only do we help them secure their financing, but we help them find their insurance um, okay. a, at a good rate. We've got some partners that we that we uh, work with directly. And then we also help countless times. I've gone and met first-time buyers at the DMV okay. to help them figure out how their oh, plates wow. work, how registration works. Um, so that they don't lapse. Because a lot of times, extra uh, fees. you know, especially if you move, I mean, with the military, we've got people coming from all across the country. Yeah. The rules are different everywhere you go. Absolutely. And it's always a mystery. I know, I know sometimes I, I've worked in the industry before. Right. And I would have customers call me like, well, I thought I paid all my fees when right. I bought the car from you. And right. now I got to go to the DMV and they want $500 right. and they don't well, understand. And Colorado, what's yeah, Colorado's yeah. the pits because we can't <laughs> collect registration up right. front. You've got to go pay it when you get your permanent A lot of people are like, well, I, I got my temporary tag mm-hmm. that took care of anything. Yeah. What are these title yeah. fees? Yeah, I put my down yeah. payment. It's like, uh, right. you know, It's like, well, how do I explain it to you? Colorado's a bit different. Yeah. This yeah. is what you're going to So, So just to. walking them through the process, explaining mm-hmm. it to it the same way I would my 13-year-old son. Right. Or explaining it to them, you know, the way I was explained, um, it, the way it was explained to me when I first got into the industry. Just just taking a step back and realizing, yes, I do this every day, so I know what's going on, but the person sitting across from me doesn't. This is this is their first time buying a car. Right. They haven't done this 100 well, times Well, and even before. for second, third, fourth, fifth buyers. I mean, I do this for a living. I've done over 10,000 transactions. Right. And the average human buys seven cars. 
Okay. So they're, so they're not. Seven I don't cars know about in your dogs lifetime. and cats. Yeah. yeah, but the average right. human is seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be a little shorter for dogs. It, it and might. Cats. It might. Yeah. I don't know. Cats are. Cats are frisky. Who knows what they're doing? <laughs> so, so Amanda, share with us, share with me, what was it like when you first bought a vehicle? Uh-oh. My my personal yeah, or you personally? My, my first when I was sixteen because yeah. that's still traumatic. I wake up tell, in cold tell sweats. Tell us about it. I, see, you say traumatic now. I'm like, I need to know more. Oh, I must know. So, and I can see his face. I wish I remembered his name because I can see his face. He wore glasses I think and he it had was this a stupid it was MC Johnny. Hammer haircut. MC it was more Hammer. like a Leroy. Okay, we got it's more Leroy like a Leroy. Here. This Let's was in Leroy. Cali, South Sac. And my mother couldn't wait to get me a car. I was very active. I played junior Olympic softball. I was, you know, slightly popular in school. So I was always active doing something. So she couldn't wait to get me a car so I could take myself everywhere. She no longer had to be my chauffeur. So we go on my 16th birthday. Okay. I already taken my DMV classes, et cetera. I go get my license. Now it's time to get a car. So we get there, and my mom had a modest budget for me. It was like five or six grand, and it okay. was a, we, we, we were looking at a 1996 Hyundai Accent, right? It was in the sale row, mm-hmm. must-go sale row. And this guy couldn't care less that it was my first car, that it was my 16th birthday. He just saw two women, late young woman, mother, and he really could not care less about us. And he paid no attention to us. Oh, wow. And he even made the statement, I'll never forget, he's like, I don't care what car you pick. The car's in this lot. I don't make any money off of. Oh, my gosh. And I think, looking back, and and if I may get on the... The psychiatric couch for a moment. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I think yeah, it was rooted in me at that moment. Yeah. You must get into the car business to make difference, <laughs> to make change. So I, I remember that experience. This. You need to fix right. this. And I think, I, well, well, I know that's why I still have an affinity for my first-time buyers, because I do not want them to experience right. that. I really don't. I don't want anybody to experience because that. Like, so, so for you, this, this was a special day for you. It was a very special day. It's, it's, it's my your first birthday. Car. It's, it's my your birthday. first car. This is a big deal. Right. And, right. and you don't care if he's making money or not making I don't money. Care if he's you making want money. a car. I don't care that it was a Hyundai Accent for crying out <laughs> right. loud. I was so excited. Yeah. I was so excited. And it was a manual transmission. My mother, I love this part of the story, which is why I have an affinity for manual transmissions. She gave me a 20-minute lesson in the parking lot, and then it'll say, it said, okay, follow me home. Okay. And I had to follow her home driving my car yeah. that I just learned how to drive manual transmission in the middle of uh, Sacramento, California, 5 p.m. traffic. I probably passed out twice, had a panic attack, <laughs> crying, sniffling, but I yeah. made it, and now I'm a professional manual transmission driver. And I've no taught many deal. people how yeah. to drive, yeah. So you're helping others out. It's Absolutely. Like, oh, it's a manual. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. You're going to love this. Right. Just give me a couple minutes. Right. At one point in time, you didn't out. know how to walk. Yeah. You figured it out. <laughs> yeah. So so you had your eyes on this Hyundai Accent. Yeah. And we got I, the Accent. How'd you, how'd you get past that? I mean, rude guy Leroy here with the MC Hammer haircut. How'd you, how'd you look at him and say, you know, I'm, I'm buying this car? So, again, my mom had the purse ring, so it was up okay. to her, and I think it just fit with what she was trying to do. Yeah. And she's a laydown, so she was like, <laughs> after we left, she's like, that guy was an a-hole, but didn't yeah. stop her from buying. Nowadays, she, she would, well, she's bought her last probably 15 cars from me, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't have to worry about it anymore. But, yeah, I just, I remember that experience in an overall customer service. Yeah light it it just was not okay because again if i'm buying furniture if i'm buying jewelry if i'm buying any large ticket items i don't give a crap how much you're making i'm not here for you you're gonna make money you're here for what you want you come here to buy this this is what i want right i don't care i I do but i don't right like i do want you to make money yeah but don't let's we're not here to talk about finances leave that out right leave that out of it right this is about me and my purchase. Right, because right my, my team is never going to say, 
please buy this car so I'll make more money. Right. That will never happen. Because you, your your team is like, what can I help you get into? Right. You know, what, what car is going to best fit your lifestyle, your budget, right? We're problem solvers. Not just, hey, I've had this one for like a year and I really need to sell it. I'm going to make some extra money on this. Buy it, please. Yeah. Because that doesn't make sense to They would be customer. fired on the spot. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Thank you. They would be you. fired on the... They know better. Yeah. yeah. No way. So that was a traumatic experience that kind of, in a moment, you're like, you know what? I'm going to change this. Yeah. I'm going to change <laughs> yeah. this industry. Yeah, I'm change. I am going to <laughs> oh make a God. difference. In 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> ah, 20 so, years. So 20 now, years. fast years. forward, you're, you know, you're rocking finance. You kind of moved up to a management position mm-hmm. at the Honda dealership, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What What's next after that? I mean, this is year two in the industry? Yeah. So I kind of just bounced around from there. I followed um, my GM and I had a very close partnership. He was my mentor. And so he went to a couple of different dealerships that I followed him to. And I would either be like um, a sales lead on the floor or back in finance, um, kind of wherever I needed to be. And then I had a, a buddy open up a used car dealership. And I, I was always really good at used cars because used cars made more money. Okay. So I liked selling used cars. Um, it did kind of remind me of Cadillac Man where it's like, hey, check out this used. Don't worry <laughs> that the door is falling off. We'll fix yeah. that. As soon as you buy it, we'll fix it. So it is a different market <laughs> trying to sell around the problems that come with used cars and not like two or three year old cars, right? right? I mean, we're talking. These are old cars. These were some Bettys. And <laughs> <laughs> so I really had to learn how to sell, you know? And this is the California coming out. This, the it was, yeah. it was. It was just like, it's like, this is the car for you. It's It's got to be. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so really learning how to sell. Hondas typically sold themselves. I stuck with the Honda brand for seven, eight years I was with Honda. Yeah. Um, and they sold themselves. People would say, hey, I want an, I want an upgraded uh, 08 yeah. Honda Accord. But I like want you said, blue the, this time. This is a customer okay. coming in. They, they know what they want. They know the car they want to buy. Right. But your affinity was more so for the used car customer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was. And, and they were always so much more thankful. Okay. I mean, new car customers would appreciate how they were treated. Right. But they knew they were leaving with a car. Right. A lot of times, I'm here, used I'm car getting customers, the car, they're like, yeah. Used car customers are like, I don't please, even know. If you can, if you can, <laughs> please. So just the appreciation and and knowing, and it took me some time to grow into realizing what was transpiring that we were actually helping yeah. people take care of their families, take care of their life, you know, uh, provide their lifestyle for them and their family through transportation. Right. Because you know, if I come and spend a couple hours at a dealership to try and buy a car. It's like when I leave there, I'm I'm using this. Yeah. You know, I'm using this to go to work. I'm using it to right. take the kids places and right. all, all that. It's, it's a tool. Yeah, exactly. I'm also, you know, it's enjoyable yeah. as well, too. Yeah. And it's uh, and something expensive. I need. It's an investment. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. And like you said, on average, seven cars yeah. in yeah. your life. Yeah, in a lifetime. Yeah. And the dollar amount attached to that is 571000 So oh, wow. just over half a million dollars that you spend on cars. That's on maintenance, cars. gas, insurance, car payments that's in a, a lifetime. That's a big investment in it's your huge. life. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And I keep that in mind when I'm working with everybody because it's not just one car. It's seven cars. It's yeah. $571,000. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's a big investment. It is. So, so Amanda, take me to the point where you really thought, I could do this myself. It took a while. Okay. Um, In fact, I was quite opposed. I was, I'm not going to have a car dealership. It's too much responsibility. That's stupid. Who wants to do that? And then I started working for these independent dealerships and kind of helping 
because of my superpowers relationship. So okay. I would get to know these vendors, the lenders, and everyone would kind of come to me and bypass the owners when they were coming into dealerships. Yeah. I was the connection. Because of your human-centric superpower. There we go. I love right. that. I mm-hmm. love that. Maybe that will be my superhero name, human-centric. 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 <laughs> that With is the name. Yeah, very good. With the X. You write that down, X's. Joshua? Three X's. Yeah, he's, he's Two taking X's. good notes here. <laughs> <laughs> Best note taker ever. There we go. Um, and so all the vendors and lenders would come to me. I'd keep relationships right. with them. And so when I would go into another um, independent dealership and build that one up, um, and now I'm privy to the books, I see what people are making mm-hmm. ownership-wise. Um, and it wasn't until the very last dealership that I helped get started they were business people. Okay. They weren't car people, but they were business people. And I learned so much from them. And that was like the final component. Right. Um, and I, I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. And, and something was just missing. And I was on a jog and it struck me like lightning. I kid you not. Okay. It was an aha moment. It was like, it's your time. And the very next day, I applied for my dealer's license. I went down to CIAD, Colorado Independent Automobile Dealers Association. I had a connection down there, um, the president, Todd, um, because I am an ambassador for them. Okay. said, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to do this. He said, I've been waiting for you to say that. <laughs> what have you been waiting for? I'm like, well, I So Todd's been waiting for you, but Todd's you were been literally waiting. just struck no. with this idea the day before. Yeah, and so um, filled out the paperwork, submitted my application, November 24th of last year, I got my license, became the first African-American woman in the state of Colorado. Wow. I'm like one of seven in the nation as far as African-American women. holds a dealer holds license? Holds a dealer's license wow. for automobiles. I know. And, and now, th- so this was end of 2018. Right. And you're like one of seven yeah. in the country. And that was another thing that I kept thinking about because I was looking for a mentor, okay. someone that looked like me and not just physical attributes, but someone that had the same experiences, the same upbringing, mm-hmm. the same household dynamic. And there just wasn't. There just okay. wasn't. Um, nothing against white men. My grandfather is German blood, uh, blonde hair, blue eyed, which is where I get my green eyes, <laughs> my crazy hair. Um but they were all white men. Okay. No one that looked like me that I can have a conversation with, oh, like, oh, oh uh, what'd you have for dinner? Or how was your upbringing? <laughs> or what was this? Right. It's different. To relate, somebody it's just to different. relate to. Right. And right. typically, a person is going to want to mentor someone who looks like them. And again, not just in physical appearance, but in experiences and someone who they kind of vibe with. They so, feel like they can invest in. It's like, I can invest in you because I see a right. lot of myself. I see me in you. In right. You. Yeah. Um, I am blessed enough where I have had a handful of men who have helped me get on the pedestal that I am today. Without them, I wouldn't be able to be where I'm at. Okay. Even today, still helping me. Um, but yeah, so so I wanted to be the representation for young minority women um, or minority women in general, not just young, who look at the car business or are in the car business, are in sales, are a finance manager, and say, where do I go from here? And yeah. know that they can be an owner. Like it's what's, not impossible. What's next? Right. I just, I just want to be very tangible and um, very real. Um, okay. As you know, like on social media, I'm very strong and heavy on social just because I want to express that message and I want to be uh, relatable and tangible and know that, I, you know, I'm not special. I'm really right. not. I work my butt off mm-hmm. and I had a dream and I'm still working that But dream. Out, outspoken with the purpose of helping others see the dream. Absolutely. To see the potential opportunity that's there in front of them. Yeah. So that's like, 
you don't just have to be a salesperson. Right. There's an well, opportunity and in, for it. In them. automotive, a lot, most women, um, 82% to be exact, are in clerical. Okay. So they're pushing paper. They're doing the proverbial skirt work. Right. It's not necessary. If you can make a strong living uh, doing the car business <laughs> on the other side of the table. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not just the car business alone. It's any industry. You know, you can you can take it all the way to the top if you really want yeah. to. And you know, there's there's a lot of stuff. You know, as as time progresses on, you know, we're like you can be whatever you want. You yeah. know, especially especially for young women. There's you know, take your daughter to work day right. and things like that. Right. Because um, what we want to do is make sure that our daughters and women know that you you can do anything. Right. You can do whatever job you want. Right. They have to see it. They have. They to can't see just it. be told right. it. They've got and, to see. There's got to be that visual representation of. Oh, and in this, uh, I mean, the automotive industry is definitely a male-dominated industry, you know, no matter how you slice Hardcore. it. You have some companies that, you know, from a OEM corporate level, yes, they have more women in offices, but do you have them boots on the ground right. at making your lowest decisions. retail level making decisions? Right. Absolutely. Running right. your dealerships. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And the answer is no. <laughs> the answer is no. no. I mean, you Google women in automotive. And in fact, actually this weekend, I'm headed to go speak on a dealer panel for okay. the national organization, Women in Automotive. But if you actually Google women in automotive, what's the first thing you get? Oh, Miss Sexy Lady spread eagle across the car, right. <laughs> washing it or washing herself it, across the car. It's like, more of a commercial advertisement rather than you know yeah, an actual business plan. Yeah, or, it's not like we do more than that with cars. <laughs> I've never sprayed myself on a car. Yeah. <laughs> but this is like, you, you can actually run the business. Yeah. You can be the business owner. You, you can. can. You can. Have a stake in this game. All the way at the top. Yeah. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so so we got our dealer license. Yeah. One of seven African-American independent dealer license holders in the U.S. Is mm-hmm. that right? Um, dealer, dealers in general. Dealers I just happen to have an independent okay. store. That's it, so franchise. It doesn't matter if it's franchise right. or independent. Yeah. So dealer license yes, holder. Yes, I am one of very few. Then what was next? Okay, you got the license. What do you do? Did, did you open up shop the next day? Time to or? go. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, December 1, open, set up the infrastructure for vendors, lenders. Um, couldn't decide if I wanted to hire right away or get the thing going, and the thing started going. Okay. Um, a, again, being in the business so long, I had a book of business that I was working. Uh, it was like the universe was waiting for me to get this dealership. So okay. the first month was was booming by standards, and so I got a young lady on board, um, Alex, uh, who also happens to be bilingual. And here in Colorado, we have a large um, Hispanic population, so she's just perfect. And she had about two years of experience. Okay. So she was perfect because she had experience, but she wasn't completely locked out of new ideas and right. new ways of doing Still things. pretty new, but understands but she wasn't like green. how it works. Okay. Right, right. She wasn't green. And she's just been phenomenal. I call her my ride or die. She has just <laughs> been with me. She's like, whatever you want, Amanda, whatever. So, and so with her, did you sort of find with her like someone you can mentor? Absolutely. Okay. Um, because it, it, it's my goal and my purpose when I'm writing my I am statements every morning is I help 300 families a month with transportation needs. Right. And I help 100 women get into the automotive space. Okay. So I am definitely training her, hopefully, to be me. Yeah. Um, so this isn't something you just want the lock on to where, you know, I'm the, I'm the only oh, African-American no. female no. No. owner of a dealership. No. You, you actually want to help... Raise up others. Into I want there this to be a hundred Amanda's at least. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right. absolutely. I'm just the first. I just around. paved the way. Yeah. I just paved the way, and I take that responsibility. 
responsibility very seriously. Okay. Very seriously. Yeah, I eat, sleep, and breathe this. It's not my job. It's my <laughs> yeah. it's my life. It's not just, hey, I, I have a business and I'm selling cars. Yeah. I'm creating something here. I mean, when people ask me, what do you do? Yeah. Which I hate that question. <laughs> what do you do? Like, get more Tell us creative what you do. with asking. Yeah. I say I help families with their transportation needs. Yeah. That's exactly what, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> so Here's my card. So in, in building your, your business, yeah. your dealership, Gojo Auto, what, what's the culture like uh, within your business with across your team? So sell cars, make money, have fun in that order. Okay. <laughs> That's the culture. But really, it's family. Okay. Um, we are extremely unconventional. Um, just a way of doing it. I want to save people time. I want them to be at ease. And I really want to change the culture of the car business, how okay. it's looked at as the sleazy scumbag. Right. I mean, for years, they've been doing this survey asking people, would you rather get a root canal or go buy a car? And people still would rather get a freaking root canal than buy a car. You'd rather have somebody drill into your teeth than purchase a vehicle. Do you how know how awful? bad that hurts? Yeah. Like, have you ever had a root canal? That sucks. I, I've never, but just the thought of it, it sucks. isn't something I'd just sign up for. And they'd rather do that than buy a car. Right. And a car is fun. Like, a car is a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a car. It's a I car. Mean, so it should be fun and exciting. and, and shouldn't be painful. No, and we right? make sure. And even, like, I feed off of people's energy. And even if I'm having a bad day, which happens from time to time, very rare. Yeah. Um, the minute we get a client who's there to buy a car, I switch into, let's make this we as just bring easy the energy as possible. That, yeah, right? and fun. Yeah. And fun. It's a car. So, So how do you work with people that, you know, Come in with that bad taste in their mouth. That you got to break experience. down their barrier. Yeah, yeah, and and I'll 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 ask them. I'll put my hand on their shoulder and say, "Who hurt you? <laughs> Who hurt you? Yeah. Who did it? Come come here. Yeah, Let how can we you. fix this? Let me dry this. those tears for and you. And then they'll tell you, "Oh, the last mofo's who sold me a car had a bad engine, fell out. They didn't want to do." It. So yeah. they'll tell you. They'll tell you what happened. Because they just... they assume it's like you know everyone's a jerk, everyone's a liar, right? This sucks. I don't want to do. Well, this. I feel that way about men, so I get it. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> So, so you're here to break down those barriers yeah, and make exactly. people feel comfortable. Yeah. And even with your team too. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. Well, and I'm setting the tone for them. I mean, they're just like children. Children watch their parents. Right. And I have to remember at all times that I'm being watched. So they're looking to you for guidance. Absolutely. Like, what's my next move? Yeah. You know, how do I, how do I treat this customer? How do I talk with somebody? Yep. How do we interact together? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm very aware and um, intentful on on how I maneuver uh, around our clients. Because at the end of the day, I don't write the paychecks. Yeah. Our clients do. Right. You know, so you got to no take care of your customers, your clients. First and foremost. To get those paychecks right. For Period. You, for you and your team to yeah. have a living. Yeah. For yeah. me to be able to have a voice and to continue spreading the message or the gojo gospel, as I like to call it, <laughs> yeah. we have to be in business. And to be in business, we have to sell cars. Right. And to sell cars, you've got to take care and of your And that's what's sort of fueling this cultural phenomenon you're trying to yeah. enact, right? Yeah. Um, so, so in, you know, addressing our community here, if somebody wants to work for you, I mean, or at least like partner with you in some way, you said oh, you want yeah. to mentor and bring up people, especially women in this industry. Absolutely. How, how can they do that? How, how does that look like? Do you hire? Um, do you do a mentorship uh, seminar or anything? Or how, so how can folks get connected with you? It's interesting that you should ask because first I wanted to focus on one thing, which was staying in business. <laughs> For right. I mean, one. you got to sell cars. For year one. <laughs> and just really get our processes implemented and get that foundation mm -hmm. built. And so moving forward, absolutely. I'm working with the Colorado Independent Automobile Dealers Association so that I can train women in my space okay. and then place them into larger dealerships so that they can make an impact throughout the community. Oh, wow. 
Um, and one thing, working with dealers, a lot of dealers finding out they don't like to hire women because a lot of them are single moms. Mm-hmm. They need an amended schedule, even though women outsell men 11 to 8 on a month-to-month basis. So they can have a limited schedule and still outperform. I never <laughs> worked a schedule. Yeah. I outsold everybody on the floor, though. So what do you want? Do you yeah. want me to work 9 to 5, or do you want me to sell cars? So this is kind of a, a selfless approach to this, is where you're actually bringing up and training to put rock star sales people in other dealerships. That's that is the goal. That's yeah. something else. Yeah. Um, because if they're they're out there, they're making a difference right. just by being themselves, just yeah. by being and a woman in automotive. That you're impacting. Right. With that. Right. So that's working for you or through you, being yeah. mentored by you. Yeah. How do I how do I buy from you? Ah, gojoauto.com. How do I shop Gojo Auto? Ah, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> info at we Gojo save it, Auto. We save it towards the end. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, email info at Gojo Auto. GojoAuto.com, uh, GojoAmanda at Gmail. You can reach me directly. I'm extremely accessible. Um, Social media, oh, you know, on God. Facebook or LinkedIn. Oh, geez. Um, I'm Twitter, not on LinkedIn. Twitter, Insta. I'm, not, I'm not a tweeter, but Insta, okay. Insta all day long. Okay. Catch me on the gram. <laughs> the Amanda Gordon and also Gojo Autos on Instagram. Capital T H E, the. The. Are there fakes? Does it matter? Are there fakes out there? There are. Okay. There's so, so many Amanda Gordons. So we got to watch out for there the There was fakes. an Amanda okay. Gorman. What is that? Gourmand? Yeah. <laughs> Who is she? I have no and idea. Get her out of here. I'm just that kidding. That doesn't even make sense. Amanda Gorman. <laughs> Very fake. She's so, a copycat. So I, I want I want to shop you. I mean, how do you, how do you help me out? What's that experience look like? A to Z. Walk me so, through. So um, our what, focus. Where do I start? Do I start on your website? Do I email you? You can start however you want. Okay. We operate off of an omni-channel, meaning if you start on the phone, if you start in purpose, in person, if you start on the web, you're going to get the same experience. Okay. So the minute you're shopping our website, which is where majority, 90 plus percent of people go. Okay. Um, and that's GojoAuto.com. Yep, GojoAuto.com. G-O-J-O. Auto. Gojo. Gojo. Um, We're going to have to take a detour real quick. G-O is for Gordon, my last name. Okay. J-O is Johnson, my beautiful mother. Okay. I you knew it. where I was going. I know. With this. I, I saw like, it in Gojo. your eyes. Okay, what does Gojo talk, stand for? It's my my two letters of my last name, two letters of my mother's last name. She made it up. I wanted it to be Amanda's Amazing Auto Emporium. Oh, fancy. <sighs> I mean, is that pretentious? I didn't think so. Amanda's Thank you. Amazing. amazing. Amanda's Amazing Auto, Auto Emporium. Emporium. Okay. And then so I then think I even added it. like warehouse on there too. Emporium and <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mouth. Outlet. <laughs> Amanda's Amazing Auto Emporium <laughs> Warehouse, Outlet, Warehouse Outlet LLC stop. Incorporated. One stop. One stop yeah. shop for yeah. all your S-Corp. automotive needs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different business. It is. So, so she's go, like, Gojo how about Auto? Gojo in yeah. her infinite wisdom? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, woman? Mama knows best. And she here. explained she's... it. I'm like, oh, you're good. And then <laughs> Googling Gojo, like uh, finding out that Go is like one of the top three Googled words. So we, we pop okay. up early in the search. I'm like, there's no way she could have known that. <laughs> she did some research. She, I, she had to her. have. She had to have. But she's witty like that. Yeah. She's good. She's my rock. She so is my original she, mentor. She helped give you the name, Gojo she, That's Auto. where Gojo Auto came from. And it just flowed. And then I don't yeah. know if you're ever in the bathroom at um, Mile High Stadium or Coors Field. There's Gojo Soap. The soap. I get yeah. pictures of it all the time. My friends say, hey, Gojo Soap. It's not me. <laughs> is that your soap? It's not my soap. <laughs> I think that's been around a bit longer. This would look a little different if that was my soap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
things we, would look a lot different. We wouldn't have spent 17 years in the auto industry. No, 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 no. No, we'd be doing soap. something a little different. So not to be confused with the soap, but gojoauto.com. Or the paper products, you wanna, yeah. You want to get your auto. vehicle search started, this is where you're going to go. Yeah, and we have live chat. Okay. Um, you can also find us on Facebook Marketplace. Okay. We um, actually have a third-party company that responds to any messages on Facebook Marketplace within 10 seconds. Oh, wow. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and they're amazing. Uh, you can you can inbox me directly on Facebook, Amanda Gordon on Facebook, and Gojo Autos on Facebook okay. also. So very accessible. Yeah. Um, accessible? Accessible. Accessible. I said something. I don't accessible. Know. It doesn't matter. It's fine. So very accessible, easy to communicate with, super responsive. Yeah. You can start online. You can call on the phone. 720-707-6056. There's the number, folks, right there. If you want to reach. 720 720- I'm sorry. That's 720 707 6056. 6056. Yeah. Does it stand for it? Is it 6056? It stands for call us. Call us. Call us today. Holla at us if you want to call. That's Gojo Automotive. That's Gojo Auto. What what's next? What's next for you and Gosh, your team? Um, multiple locations. Okay. I really do want to spread across Colorado and across the nation. Okay. Um, public speaking engagements personally um, for that reason. I just really believe the message. And I think it transcends all businesses. Women need to know that they have a seat at the table. You might have to create one. You might have to get a little crafty, but it's there. But they want to know what what does that look like? You know, so help me see what it looks like. And with this, they can see, here's someone that did it. Right. You were working at the Gap, might be what I'm doing. I might be working at the Gap or King Supers or anywhere. Right. And... Tomorrow, you could be on the path to business ownership. You can. And there's a lot that happened in that span of 17 years. I'm sure. A few things happened. Yeah. um, Yeah. That, that, you know, I personally would never have imagined me sitting in this chair. But like I said, you have a vision, you have a dream, and you work your butt off. Yeah. And good things happen. So looking back, is there anything you would have changed or done differently? I wouldn't be able to be where I'm at if I changed a single thing from my past. Okay. Yeah. So no. Awesome. No. So multiple locations, world domination, that's next for you. That's about it. Yeah, that's that's it. Just influencing the world. Maybe a boyfriend. Maybe. (laughs) So for our OCN community (laughs) out there, do you have have a separate email for that or just Amanda Oh, Amanda in Denver at gmail.com. And that's an in. She's got the separate email Just a letter in. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Plug. Shameless plug. Shameless Shameless self-promotion right there. Shameless. Speaking engagements. Vehicle purchases. <laughs> We're getting some phone call. Our producer hey, just, they're uh, lighting up. Said the phone lines are lighting up here. We might have to we might have to segue into a separate <laughs> show at this point. So Amanda, I really thank you for being on the OCM Business Podcast and for sharing with us the story of Gojo Automotive, but more importantly, the story of Amanda Gordon mm. and how starting at the gap came up in the automotive industry and spent the last 17 years working towards this moment to where you're one of seven African American female dealer license holders, Mm -hmm. dealership owners, Mm -hmm. very small number, but doing some big things in the industry, working to, um, you know, influence others, bring up, you said a hundred women into the auto industry is what you're working on Mm -hmm. speaking engagements, but more importantly, just providing a family friendly, fun environment for your next vehicle purchase. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else you want to share with our audience before we go? Oh, I think that's it. Oh, and you know, I'm a single mom. I've got a 13 year old son. Don't let that stop you. Don't think, oh, what am I going to do? I'm yeah, a single mom. Yeah, I got a kid or something. It's like there's there's nothing stopping you except for yourself. Uh, the good Lord made us the stronger species for a reason. <laughs> right. That's why we're here. 
<laughs> I'm not anti-man. I'm not. I love men. I swear. I swear. You have I'm a 13 year old son. I, mean, I do. You're, you're doing <laughs> your part Something to raise going. up a good man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So just, I just want to caveat that because I do, um, uh, again, have a personal, um, admiration for single moms who think, oh, you know, it's too much. Right. Um, I, my son was with me when he was a baby. My managers have had to babysit my son while I've been closing deals. The receptionist <laughs> had to watch my baby while I was in the Saturday sales meeting. You just make it work. Yeah. You make it work and just don't find feel a way shame. To make it work. Just make it work. Bring the baby to work day. And I like what you just said. No shame. No shame. Don't be ashamed. You got this. You got right? it. You got it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So for our community now, uh, if you want to learn more about Gojo Automotive and Amanda Gordon, check out gojoauto.com. You can check them out on Facebook and Instagram. We had uh, several emails and phone numbers dropped here. I'll, I'll include those in the description that follows this podcast cool. around. But if you want to look more, check out gojoauto.com. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram. And we thank you for listening to the Ocean Business Podcast. This is your host, Aaron Wood. Uh, be sure to tune in next time and find our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else on the web. And a big shout out to our executive producer, Joshua Hammerling, for laying down the bumps, witty banter in the background that you folks can't hear, and keeping this podcast alive and going and produced very well. So tune in next time to the OCN Business Podcast. This is Aaron Wood. See ya. This has been OCN Business with Aaron Wood. OCN Business has been brought to you by PIN, our platform intelligence network. PIN is a data-driven marketing company which focuses on a human-centric approach to marketing. Please visit us at our website at pinbn.com. That's P-I-N-B-N.com. Or call us at 720-552-5827. That's 720-552-5827.